And welcome back. It's midday. I'm Tom Hall here in the studio with Jay Wynn Russick, our theater critic. Good to see you, Judy. Good to be here, Tom. So we're going to talk about a show called Fat Ham. It's at the Studio Theater over in Washington, and it's based on Hamlet. I heard of that one. (laughs) Um, So what does it have in common with the Shakespeare play, and what's different? Well, I should say first, Fat Ham is a 2022 Pulitzer Prize winner. It's by a playwright named James Imes, and it is very loosely based. It's a radical reinterpretation of Shakespeare's Hamlet. And one of the most radical elements is that while Hamlet is one of the greatest tragedies ever written, Fat Ham is a comedy. Also, forget about Denmark. Fat Ham takes place in North Carolina at an African-American family's backyard barbecue. Oh, yes, and the name of the protagonist has been changed to Juicy. The family has a barbecue restaurant, and they butcher the hogs themselves, and three of the characters are gay. The playwright also puts a spin on the similarities. Like Shakespeare's play, the father in Fat Ham has just died, although in this case he was murdered in prison by another inmate. Also like Shakespeare, in Fat Ham, Juicy's mother has married his father's brother, and the barbecue is a celebration of the wedding. Again like Hamlet, the father comes back as a ghost. In Fat Ham, he tells his son, Juicy, that his murder was arranged by his brother, and he demands that Juicy avenge his death, a prospect that Juicy is not so sure about. There's some thematic similarities. The most obvious one is To Thine Own Self Be True, but the play's major theme departs from Shakespeare. Fat Ham is about breaking the cycle of violence, a cycle that appears to be inherited. This is a really powerful play with a lot to say, particularly about warped, dangerous family traits and relationships, as well as coming of age and standing up for yourself. Cool, but kind of gives new meaning to the term loosely based. That's pretty good. <laughs> they take some liberties, but that's fine. How would you describe the protagonist and, and the family? Is Juicy a student? I mean, Hamlet was, right? Yes, yes. And Juicy is too, but in this case, he's a student at the online University of Phoenix. He's majoring in human resources, and he's a gay black man. Marquise D. Gibson plays Juicy, much more easygoing than Shakespeare's tortured Hamlet, perhaps partly because Juicy had a conflicted relationship with his late father. One of the things he asks his father's ghost is, what made you so mean? On the other hand, Juicy and his mother are very close. Tanisha Gary plays her as a very protective mother. She comes to Juicy's defense whenever her new husband, who is, of course, also Juicy's uncle, goads him, or worse. Greg Alvarez-Reed plays the uncle-slash-stepfather. He also plays the ghost of Juicy's father. These are both mean men. They are quick to anger. They are quick to use force. They're what Juicy doesn't want to be. He wants to get as far away from that as possible. The play also includes soliloquies and direct quotes from Shakespeare, but Fat Ham also has a game of charades and some karaoke. The song that Juicy performs as his karaoke number is Radiohead's Creep. We don't have any audio clips from Studio's production, but I'm going to play a bit of Radiohead's version of that song. You'll hear how well the lyrics suit Juicy, especially, What am I doing here? I don't belong here. Let's listen. I wish I was special. 
by Radiohead. That's a song that figures significantly into Fat Ham, which is at the Studio Theater in Washington. So, Judy, tell us about the portrayals of some of the other supporting characters. Well, Fat Ham has a much smaller cast than Hamlet, but it retains the eight important characters. They're played by seven actors. Taylor Reynolds' direction is fast-paced, and it balances the play's shifting tones from comedy to menace and back. Uh, In terms of portrayals, I want to start with Galen D. Smith. She plays the Ophelia character. She's called Opal in Fat Ham. Opal is one of the play's other gay characters. She's a teenager, and Smith has a very youthful quality. Her mother has forced Opal to wear a dress to this barbecue, and she's very uncomfortable in the dress. She's also loud and outspoken and tough, but definitely not mean. She's one of the play's sources of humor. The whole cast is quite skilled, but she's a standout. I also want to mention Kelly Blackwell, who plays her mother. This is the Polonius role, but in Fat Ham, the character is a church lady. Blackwell is performed at Everyman and at Art Centric in Baltimore. She's, she's done some big roles at Olney. Her character here has made a complete conversion from what we learn was her former life. But Blackwell gives the feeling that the character was always good-hearted and good-natured, and that's the way we see her now. So it's based on Hamlet. Do you have to know Hamlet to appreciate Fat Ham? I think that knowing some basics about Hamlet helps. It certainly makes it more fun. For example, as I mentioned, the play includes some of Shakespeare's language. You'll get more of a kick out of that if you know some of the famous speeches in Shakespeare's play. Studio Theater's website includes what it calls Hamlet 101, and it also has an essay about the parallels between Hamlet and Fat Ham. But the familial relationships, the action will be clear and funny, even if you come to it cold. So uh, it sounds like Fat Ham is worth uh, the time it takes to get to, Z- to D.C. What do you think? Oh, definitely. This is one of the most produced plays in American theaters this season, and Studio's production is the nearest that you can see it. And it's a hit there. Studio extended it two weeks. It's hardly the only show written in response to Hamlet. Two of the best known are Lion King and Tom Stoppard's Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead two characters who are not in this play. Uh, Fat Ham, however, is really timely. It deals with race. It deals with homosexuality and homophobia, legacies of violence, and even drug use. Oh, and here I should issue a caveat. It doesn't contain profanity and sexual content. In the plus column, the play is a lot shorter than Hamlet. Shakespeare's longest play can run more than four hours. Fat Ham runs about an hour and 40 minutes. Now, granted, it takes longer to drive to and from D.C. than that, but it is definitely worth the trip. All right. Sounds like it is. Fat Ham is at the Studio Theater 
over in Washington until the 14th of January. So next week, Judy, we're going to talk about Moulin Rouge, which is at the Hippodrome Theater. That'll be fun. Yes, yes, the stage adaptation of Baz Luhrmann's movie. All right. Jay Wynn Russick is our theater critic and the author of a terrific book called Please Write a Novel in Letters. Thanks, Judy. We'll talk to you soon. It was a pleasure. That's it for us today. Coming up Monday, it's the Midday Health Watch with Dr. Lena Wen plus Kara Ober of Be More Art tells us about a new book that celebrates the local art scene. It's called City of Artists. Midday's director and engineer is Shania Mapson. Luke Spicknell is WIPR's operations manager. Taria Rogers and Mallory Pinkard-Pierre produce our program with help from Sam Burma-Stawes and Izzy Bavis. Austin Coglin from Clean Cuts wrote and recorded the Midday theme music. Coming up next, the final episode in the five-part series Click Here, hosted by Dean at Temple Raston. Today's show is Meet the Hackers. Three real-life hackers will tell us how they came to do what they do, from an early dark market entrepreneur to an accidental recruit to the latest edition of the FBI's Most Wanted list. So that's coming up in just a couple of minutes at the top of the hour. I'm Tom Hall. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. You're listening to Baltimore's NPR News Station, 88.1 WYPR. Coming our way in about an hour.